Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacker Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Greetings, loyal listeners. You are listening to The Blowhole on Finsider Radio. Happy belated Thanksgiving to everyone. Uh, We are casting on a Saturday. Uh, Sorry for the late posting and recording uh, this week, but, you know, it was with the holiday. We don't even normally record on uh, Thanksgiving week, typically. At least the last couple seasons we haven't. So, um, hope everyone had a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, Rob is feeling better. You have your number one host of the show, James Radio. And everyone's favorite, the Robtimist. How are we feeling today, Rob? Oh, I had 10 days of positive COVID tests. So that's, those are in my, my rearview mirror. Um, got my taste back for Thanksgiving, which was the most important, but still a congested ball of snot, am I? Well, you sound great. Thank you. <laughs> um and we're we're all very grateful that you are uh, able to to cast this week and we're able to uh to get it up. So um that's one thing that I'm thankful for. Um moving on, we're going to have a condensed show today. We're going to try and keep it down. So last week during the bye, we did go over the results from Pickum, our results from the degenerate side of things and our results from Fantasy Camp. So this week we're just going to do those or we're going to make our picks uh, regarding those three games that we like to play every week. And we will also preview uh, the Houston Texans versus Miami Dolphins game kicking off at one o'clock PM Eastern tomorrow in hard rock stadium. So it's the last game we'll be playing at hard rock for a little while. Uh, But I think we're both feeling very confident. The Texans uh, are one, eight and one, um, unilaterally across all national pundits they are ranked as the worst team in the nfl in every power rankings that i've seen they have a bad defense they have an offense that is not very good they have benched their starting quarterback davis mills who if uh we remember correctly last year the texans said they liked him more than tua they didn't want Tua back in the proposed deshaun watson trade they thought that they had a better shot of winning with Davis Mills. I think that, that was, one sink in for a second. That might and, have been uh, posturing for for more picks. Um, I that I wasn't it, what that was. It looks ludicrous. There were people that were actually that actually bought that that you know that are, that were saying they would rather have Davis Mills as well. 
Either way, Davis Mills, uh, 1-8-1 this year, has been absolutely terrible. I'm pretty upset that we don't get to play him on Sunday. He's been replaced by Kyle Allen, who is also a journeyman. Um, He started some games for the Washington Commanders. I believe he started some games for the Carolina Panthers, Rob, you'd, you'd mentioned. He's not very good, but he is it's a new quarterback. So the offense is going to probably look different than the film they've put out this year, which has been very, very run heavy. Their best player is Damian Pierce. He's a rookie running back from the university of Florida. He's an excellent running back. They have, they, they do have a pretty good offensive line with uh, Laramie Tunsil. So I don't know how you feeling about, about Sunday, Rob. I mean, I, I think we're both very confident, but uh, yeah, that, I'd feel a little better if Davis Mills was playing. I don't care. Uh, honestly, like I'm, yeah. this is, there's, there's this, it's Kyle Allen. This is a guy who is at best mediocre. Like, yeah, could he take the this Jets team to the playoffs? Sure. But he's not gonna take this Texans team to the playoffs. So he's uh I'm not worried. I don't care. Um yeah, sure, less film, but again, they shouldn't be able to do much against us. Uh even when our defense was having problems, we are good against like the run. Bad you know, teams. we're good against yeah, you you if you if all you can do is like ha- that big bruiser like Chubb, we could we were able to slow Chubb down except for one run, and even even so, his totals were you know were were subpar for him. Um, I am not worried. If we're not worried about the pass, then you know, uh, brain broken, but not worried at all <laughs> against this uh, Texans team. Very much looking forward to the game. Aside from Damian Pierce, their offense does have Brandon Cooks, who's a pretty good wide receiver. Nico Collins is their second wide receiver, and they have O.J. Howard, who should be a talented tight end in the NFL, but has never really done – he hasn't really amounted to anything. Honestly, I'm not sure And then on the defensive side of the ball, I can't even – I don't even know who they have on that side of the ball. Uh, Do you? Anybody? Yeah, I think they – didn't they sign uh, Grugier Hill? They, I mean, they have some decent. I think Jerry Hughes is on on their team. He's a decent pass rusher. They have some guys that can generate some pressure. I can't think of anybody in their secondary. There's not a lot of people that scare you on on the Texans team. Is I guess what I'm saying. I will say this: having their picks for so long and rooting against them, I they're kind. I feel like they're like my they're like a little brother now. Where I kind of obviously not this week but i kind of want them to win now like it doesn't benefit us if they if they're terrible like other than you know they're not it's not like they're getting in our way for the playoffs this year so like i'm like come on little texas so i i kind of had a soft spot i wanted davis mills to be good i want them to be better than mac jones just for the comedy of it all no yeah but, yeah but he's he's terrible um by all metrics he is not a good he, he's not going to work out but they don't care because they're going to have, you know, they're going to get one of the right. one of these guys, the, whichever guy they want out of this loaded quarterback class. Um, they are in prime position to get one. Um, and then they can start building because they do have some building blocks. Even though we yep. don't, even though we don't know their names. They definitely do not scare me i think the both of us had said at the beginning of the year we thought they were going to be a little bit better than they than they have shown i think we everybody had universally thought they were going to be one of the worst teams in the nfl i think you and i were a little higher on them i don't know why that was um they, I think... they definitely haven't produced their win was against the jacksonville jaguars which was in jacksonville 
Um, and then their tie was the first week of the season versus the Indianapolis Colts. So those are two in-division teams against them. Everybody else, they, they did play the Eagles tough a couple weeks ago. That's the thing. They play um, most teams tough. That That's why we call them frisky. It's it's mostly in Pickham where we, we would back them because they didn't seem as bad as everybody says, but apparently they are, but yet they I, I don't know. Lovey still gets them to play hard. I guess they play. You know, they they yeah, they stay in some coach. of these games. My thing with Sunday is I'm feeling very very confident. There's you know there's there's a few weird things like the the changing of the quarterbacks on their side. We don't know what we're going to see from Kyle Allen, um, and also us coming off of a bye when the offense was clearly you know firing on all cylinders. Like I don't know if we're gonna if we're gonna throw off our rhythm here a little bit. Like that's something you could potentially come out a little bit rusty. And I'm just not used to being this large of a favorite, so I think that's a little that's a little odd for us too. The last time we were favored by this many points, I believe the opponent was the Houston Texans, and this was back in the Jay Fiedler, uh, Ricky Williams days, and we lost that game, uh, twenty-one this, to twenty. Wasn't this uh, like much, their second you know, year or different something? Different era, for sure. Um, that was, like but the we're first not used to being season. in this position, so I'm a little, I feel a little weird about it. My prediction is that we're going to have no problem with this team. I think the offense still continues to hum. No Raheem Mostert, which we didn't touch on. So Raheem Mostert has a knee injury. He's doubtful for for tomorrow. Doesn't look like he's going to play. I don't have any information about how the injury occurred. I haven't been able to find that anywhere. Um, But McDaniel did say it's, you know, he's working through it. He said this on yesterday morning. He said he'd never completely rule Raheem out, but it's an uphill battle for Sunday. If he doesn't play Sunday, he'll be close. We'll have to do the smart thing. I'm not willing to bet against that guy, but we're having to be very mindful to protect him from from himself. So I'm thinking it's probably not that serious of an injury, and they think they can just get past the Texans without playing him. He didn't practice much at all this week. I, I don't recall him getting injured in the Browns game. I don't know if it was something that happened in practice. He is he He's coming back from an ACL. He tore his ACL last year, so maybe this is just a precautionary thing. I'm hoping that's all it is because he is one of my favorite players, so he won't be playing. It's going to be a heavy Jeff Wilson Jr. game, I'm assuming, and I think the offense is fine with him in there. I do like the change of pace between the two of them. We've talked about that. So you might see Ahmed being that speed guy. I would like to see Gaskin get some run, uh, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Either way, I'm, I'm thinking the offense is able to put up a, a lot of points on this team. I'm going to say 31, and then I think maybe – Maybe the Texans come out and do some things to get some points on the board early that, you know, that kind of confuse us. Our defense does tend to start slow, um, but I'm going to say 31-13 Miami Dolphins on Sunday. I think we, we get it going and and uh, just just really handle it, get to eight and three, which would be amazing uh, before we travel out west to California. Yeah, um, I am. Uh, I am equally as confident. I see. As I am actually predicting equally as confident or more confident. You are the Rob to mist. Remember, uh, I'm more confident. Well, I'm less. There worried. we go. I'm less worried. Um, my prediction actually has them scoring some garbage time, letting some some stuff squeak through. I have it at thirty eight to nineteen. Um, I say we get we get a whole more a whole more touchdown whole more touchdown one <laughs> more touchdown they get. Uh, another touchdown or two field goals or and a missed extra point. However, you want to add those six points up together. Um, yeah, offensively, I, I I actually could see our starters sitting in the fourth quarter like they did against the Browns the last time we saw them. I am not worried about the layoff or the rust. I think this this is 
for a playoff bound team, a nice late buy like that is perfect. You know, get some guys were banged up. Let's get healthy. The offensive line, we had injuries early, had guys come in and play really well between Shell and, and Jones. And now with Austin Jackson back and things like, okay, we got the two weeks. Let's get the best five out there. Let them practice together, um, get gel together. Let the defense gel with with Chubb in there now, right? We don't have Agba. We lost Agba for the season. We have Chubb. Let's maybe you know work on those those guys communicating, stunting, getting around, you know, being able to rush, maybe get a better rush on that on the quarterback, which is what we've been missing. If the defense could even add some wrinkles in as this very young secondary is you know just getting reps, I, I I'm hoping. That the bye week gives us the jump. Let's this. I I have faith in this coaching staff. I want to see the 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 wrinkles for the second half of the season get implemented during the during the bye week and get practiced on a on an inferior opponent. So I'm hoping to see some new wrinkles and just a devastation of the Texans. And then you know then our test begins. Then the the next three. You know, we've got we've got on the road against some, you know, some good opponents. So kind of can't wait. <laughs> Very interesting that both of us are predicting them to not only make a field goal right in our scoring predictions for the Dolphins. So Sanders is going to make a field goal. We're both predicting that and we're also predicting he doesn't miss any points. of the extra points for all the touchdowns. So that's right. Pretty bold of us to assume those things. Not bold. I have faith in him. I still believe. I still believe. Fair enough. Uh, let's go to the degenerate side of things and look at some of the prop bets for this game um, so we can get get going there. So we did cover how we did last week before the bye in the, in the Browns game, so we're not going to go over that. Um, but I did find a few interesting things in looking at the prop bets. That's My, my thing is to look at the, the little numbers and go for the, the weird second and third string guys, maybe not the stars. But I did pick some. I picked some stars this week. I'm going to change it up a little bit. So um, this is definitely not a star. But uh, I they have Kyle Allen at one and a half touchdown passes. I'm going to take the under on that. I don't think Kyle Allen throws two touchdowns against us. So I'll go for one. I'll take the under. Um, the other one I saw. So Damian Pierce, who I mentioned, is is their best player. Um, so I'm so he is a star, but um, not traditionally known for his receiving yards. They have him at 14 and a half receiving yards. I'm going to take the under on that one. I don't think he gets to 14 and a half receiving yards. Um, and I'm going to go off script here a little bit. So they bumped up to his, they finally got wise to the two, two touchdown passes. So he's not at one and a half. He's actually at two and a half this week. So I'm not going to take that one. Um, I, I do think he probably gets three, but I'm not going to bet on it. Jalen Waddle receiving yards, 67 and a half. I'm going to go over on that one. I think Jalen Waddle has a big game um, on Sunday. Nice. So I'm going to take the over on, on Waddle. So Kyle Allen under on touchdowns, Damian Pierce under on receiving yards, Jalen Waddle over on receiving yards. Nice. I like them all. But yeah, they, they have been, they've just been juicing up. I think uh, Tyreek's total is, is like it over 90. It's over 90. <laughs> yeah. They have uh, Tua's yardage over is now over 280, and with the touchdowns instead of one and a half, two and a half, I could easily see like a, a 270 and two game where we just run all over them, you know, like, and so, so those numbers 
you know, it's hard to pick those numbers. So I do not have any two of props as much as uh, much as I love to have him. I found a Kyle Allen prop that I love. His interceptions are at a half. So I am taking the over. I am saying we are getting at least one. Honestly, I might even have liked this at one and a half. I'm saying we get two picks out of Kyle Allen. We're um, due. We haven't gotten a lot of interceptions. I know. So the Jeff Wilson over is very high at 80 and a half, and I am taking it because I don't I can't foresee him not getting 100 yards rushing. He's they're going to need him. They're going to run. I think they'll use him a lot early when we get the lead. I think then we'll see Ahmed and 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 Gaskin maybe maybe only in the fourth quarter, but I think Wilson gets to his 100 yards plus. And I am going this one's scary because I feel like I'm going to lose this in the fourth quarter on a on a third and 20 draw play. But Damian Pierce's <laughs> uh, yardage, rushing yardage total is at 64 and a half. And I'm going to take the under because I think we can bottle them up um, some garbage time, like running and passing situations. Maybe he maybe he gets it or maybe he breaks one like Chubb did. But uh, that's I'm going with it. So Kyle Allen over at least one interception or more. Jeff Wilson over 80 and a half yards rushing. Damian Pierce under 64 and a half yards rushing. And those are my degenerate picks of the week. I like them. Um, I'm, I'm a little, I, I feel like the Wilson rushing yards is, is was a little too high it's for high. my taste, even though he will most likely be the, you know, getting the majority of the touches. But, um, you know, I, I'm not going to be shocked if he goes over if, 80. If Mostert, if Mostert just, was I'm in, not as bullish on him as you are. If Mostert um, was in, that number wouldn't have been as high, and it would have been much harder right. to take. Yeah. All right. Um, so we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to do our pick 'em for the week as we uh, look at some of the NFL games around the uh, the league that have happened after Thanksgiving, obviously. Um, and then we will also do fantasy camp. So please stay tuned. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical. And we are back. So we wrapped up kind of everything we wanted to talk about on the Miami Dolphins versus Houston Texans game that is happening tomorrow in the afternoon. Let's take a look at some of the other games around the NFL. So we did mention we're not going to talk about the, you know, we're not, obviously we're not picking any of the Thanksgiving day games, but there, there was a pretty good slate of games for, for Thanksgiving. Usually there's a lot of yawners, but there were some, some good games on Thursday, starting out with the Buffalo bills at the Detroit lions, Detroit choked that one away. They had a chance to really help us out there. Um, but the lions are going to lion and uh, the bills were able to win on a last second field goal. Uh, second game of the day was the New York Giants versus Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys won that one 28-20, another good game. The most watched regular season game in NFL history, Rob. Did you see that? Uh, I think I saw something. Other. By the way, that you know how much gambling was, was, was altered on a f- garbage, <laughs> like five seconds in the game down by 15 touchdown by the Giants because 
because all of a sudden that swung the line. They yep. didn't they didn't cover. Um, changed a lot of things. Yeah, I mean, I thought that line was way too high, and then the, the Cowboys came out in the second half. They were they were losing, and then they came out in the second half and really you know kind of put their stamp on the game. But yeah, the Giants did end up covering with that garbage time touchdown. So yeah, I mean. I thought I did. I just felt like the line was too high anyway. But and then the the night game, the Patriots going to Minnesota. Mac Jones played very well. Wasn't enough. Vikings uh, even against a eight p.m. Kirk Cousins. Weird. Patriots were not able to stop weird game. the Minnesota Vikings because like, I think we were all expecting like you know bad Mac Jones and bad Kirk Cousins against the D. And like every time I turn around, like I step away from the game and it wasn't like somebody like they both scored like i'm like oh yeah. oh it's seven seven i turn around it was like 13 13 like how did they both score <laughs> it was crazy yeah it was yeah it was an interesting game it was it was a good game so yeah three three great games on uh, on thanksgiving that we were we were treated to um the slate for sunday is pretty full um i think we found a couple games that we can uh Perhaps it's better. On. I mean, the first no, one that no I weeks. found interesting was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers coming off a bye, going to Cleveland to play Jacoby Brissett. This is Brissett's last game before the Watson era begins in Cleveland. Uh, the Bucks are favored by three and a half on the road. I think they're going to have a hard time with the Cleveland Browns. And I like the Browns. Uh, Rob, can I interest you in the Buccaneers favored you by three and a half in Cleveland? Certainly can. I just think. It, well, we're gonna find out if this buck this Bucks team needs to decide whether they want to be in the top five teams in the NFC or not, and they need to start now. They need to wake up. Um, but I still think there's too much talent there, uh, and I think this Browns team is too weird. Um, I'll take the Bucks. I don't think there's any way the Bucks don't win the NFC South. I just can't see one of those other teams winning over them. Um, I, I don't I'm not mean saying Cleveland's going to win. I just feel like yeah. it's going to be a close game. And I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it goes. I just I got a weird feeling about the Bucks. No Leonard Fournette, um, so their running game might struggle a little bit there. I mean, right um, now though, the the I mean, the NFC right now is a three. It's a three horse race, right? I mean, it's the Eagles, Cowboys, and 49ers. And the, my question is, can the Bucks get themselves into that conversation? Yeah, the Vikings are in there too. I think they're. they're I, I I agree with the top three that you that you named. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, the Bucks are probably and maybe the Seahawks. You know, they they might be the the frisky fifth team there. I don't know. Uh, it doesn't really matter. They're gonna get murdered by whoever they play in the AFC. So in the Super Bowl. But damn right. Unless it's that. not so the Dolphins. So next, um, the Atlanta Falcons going into Washington to play the Commanders. The Falcons are getting four. Commanders playing some pretty good football right now. Um, I like the Commanders. Uh, you interested in Marcus Mariota on the road and their offense that somehow scores points they with run. no passing attack at all? They run. They're like they're like a college team, like an old school college team. I'll take the Falcons plus three and a half. Uh, Mariota terrible. Plus four actually. Is it plus four? Did it plus four? Yeah. Oh. Did this it change? Changed. Since we it did changed it. in the nice. in the fifteen minutes that we've been doing this podcast. Nice. So I'll yeah, it was four it. when we when when we bet on yeah, it earlier. Right. So I'll yeah I'll, I'll honor that. Um, yeah, I mean it's just it's just they're just two weird teams. They both they have like frisky-ish defenses, like and weird a lot of like weird talent that doesn't get maximized. I'll I'll take the Falcons. Uh, okay. Um, 
Oh, and the I, other interesting I game is an early game, the Cincinnati Bengals one. going into Tennessee to play the Titans. This is a rematch of a divisional round playoff game last year. The Titans were the number one seed. Yeah. And the Bengals came in and won that game. Uh, last second field goal, I believe. It was a close game. Tannehill was awful in that game. It was um, one of his worst games I remember. I, but like He started and ended that game with some bad picks. Yeah, I, th- I mean... I'm not crazy about it. We didn't really see uh, many other games to to pick. The Bengals have no Jamar Chase and no Joe Mixon in this game. Um, They are favored by a point and a half still, even without two of their best players on offense. Um, They do have a lot of weapons. Joe Burrow will be throwing to T. Higgins and Taj Boyd, and Hayden Hurst is a good tight end. Their offensive line is okay. P. Ryan scored three touchdowns somehow last week. I guess, yeah. I mean, I'll take the Bengals. I, I don't feel great about it. But, uh, Rob, I'm I'm assuming you want the Titans here getting the point and a half at home? I do. I do. I kind of – there's that weird team that, like, as unsexy as, as a pick can be, they're boring. They're solid. Their defense but is they're good. they're solid. They have they're a great boring. running back. They have a yeah. great offensive line. Their quarterback, we all know what he is. If, if they had kept A.J. Brown, I think they'd be a really interesting team in the AFC, but they didn't. Yeah, and we're kind of seeing that now, but they're they're good. Yeah, and then Bears mentioning, uh, oh Bears mentioning that was a uh, your your friend. You were sad that this week we don't get to play Davis Mills. Week seventeen, you might not even get to see Zach Wilson. The Jets have that uh, was <laughs> heartbreaking. Just just there's still time. They might they might I, be out of it by then and have to and have to see what they have in Zach Wilson one more time. I'm just not I'm not thrilled about this New York Jets, you know, front office seemingly being competent somehow. Been, like they, I'm I'm not a fan of it. Like other than I need that, to see them continue to, to say that no, this quarterback we drafted in the top five is good and continue to play him when he's clearly not. Like I'm very upset that they've already pulled the plug on Zach Wilson. I'm just very, very upset about it. I'm not Honestly, okay. Wilson forced their hands with his with his comments, you know, his after the game comments. It was just just weird, like taking no accountability and, and just being like a little, you know, young being like a well, he's, he's a petulant child. Yeah. I mean, that's what that's much. I mean, it's scary, I guess it was though, will about Sanchez is, and Darnold. Yeah, they they were the a team little is more good. seemingly a little more mature. The team is good. And and like. You know, Salah may be a decent coach. We'll see. It's I don't I like when they're terrible, but as long as they're not as good as us, I don't care. As long Let's as... stop short of saying they're good. The, um, the roster. I mean, they good. should beat the, the Bears without Justin Fields. And Mike White is a better quarterback than than Zach Wilson. They're they're a quarterback away though. Like if they if they and if like if they break the bank for Lamar or trade for Aaron Rodgers or somehow get. Like a quarterback there, that's all of a sudden that's scary with their with the way their defense is playing. So I'm just saying that's a you know, and and with the towel next year when Brees Hall comes back and with Wilson, if they figure out how to keep more happy and like it could blow up, and I'm, my fingers are crossed for it. But the talent wise, you know, that team I could see it. It's the there's a path. I'm looking forward to us playing them oh, yeah. and that defense with our with our actual offense. The I mean, only reason I'm very not... nearly one with our 
practice squad offense. So The only reason I'm not um, looking forward to it is it'll mean the season's over. How fast has this gone? I feel like we were just, like, excited about, oh, like, oh, my God, we got Tyreek Hill, and now it's, like, week 13. Like, this is insane. Or week it goes 12. fast when you're, when you're having fun. When you're doing well and, and playing like this, it goes by much, much faster. Crazy talk. So, all right. Um... That'll do it for Pick'em. Why don't we go over to Fantasy Camp, Rob? Miami Dolphins. Fantasy Camp. So, again, we won't recap what happened in the Browns week well, since maybe we did we that should. on our last show. Let's recap it. Um, but we will go ahead. Uh, no, uh, Rob won. Okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um... So this week, I believe Rob gets the first pick. So go ahead and take Tyreek Hill. I will, and I wish I didn't have the first week with only one real running back. This is not a good week to be picking first. Uh, but yes, it's always a good week to have Tyreek Hill. So let's stay positive. I will take him. All right, that will makes these next two picks very obvious for me. So go with Jalen Waddle and. Uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. When we were doing this off air, Rob decided to be cute and put Cedric Wilson Jr. You just in said my, Wilson. My second pick. So I just assumed you'd want the uh, wide receiver. You are. You can now draft him. It is. It is. You are. You are up. You got two picks. This this kind of stinks, and because at this point, I might be. I'm basically there's a. I'm hoping for a touchdown because right here, this these guys will probably combine for four to five receptions and maybe 50 yards. So I'm taking sure Shurfield feels been good for four to five catches on his own in the last couple and weeks. Gis- I, and Gesicki for one good. or two. He's has not been involved for, for a long time. So I'm taking sure. Gis- getting Gisicki. about three catches I, a game. I, I was, I was torn to take Ahmed here. Cause I, you know, I think there's, but there's still most might play probably, probably won't. Uh, it's tough. I'm just I'm going with Sherfield and Gasicki, and I hate yeah, it. Yeah, that, that's those are good picks. Like I, I think that's a pretty solid one-two right there. Um, uh, Sherfield for sure has proven to be the, like the clear he's number the three, three yeah. wide receiver on this team. He's making some fantastic catches and he's he's doing a lot of good things. Um, I was torn here for I I didn't know I actually like I I actually picked Ingold first because I I think he I think he's actually going to be pretty involved in the offense, but. I decided to go back and, uh, I was and take so ex- Ahmed. I was so to, excited. I think he's going to be the one that that steps into the Mostert role this week. I wish it was Gaskin. Like I'd like, like I feel like Gaskin's the better running back, but I think they just like the speed and the shiftiness of Ahmed. So I guess he's the one. So I'll take I'll take Ahmed. And then for my super duper flex, I'm going to take uh, Landon Roberts because I believe the Texans are very heavy on the run. So we'll be seeing a lot of run packages. And uh, I think the Landon Roberts is going to he's going to eat. I think that kind of that kind of hurts me. My last two sneaky wins when we cha- you know, with the with the revised defensive scoring, I I went with Roberts to take the the floor of all those tackles, and uh, that's a great pick. Um, I was really thrilled when you took Ingold. If I thought I could get Ahmed here, I would have been so happy because I almost took him, you know, ahead of Gasicki or Sherfield. So without him, I am going in the super duper flex, which can be offense or defense. I'm actually going to take Gaskin. I just think there is a good chance we just see Gaskin and Ahmed in the fourth quarter. 
Um, either of those guys is good for a touchdown because you never know, you know, how they're doling them out. So I'm just, I think because I'm so unhappy with my Sherfield Gasicki, I want more offense. So I'm going to take Gaskin um, in my in my super duper flex, and then toying for my defense. I was toying with. You know, Holland is always good. I, I predicted multiple picks, but I'm just going to take Jalen Phillips. I don't know. It's just more of a gut feeling because there's guys I usually would take ahead of him. Yeah, I was I was I, I thought you were going to take Chubb. So that's uh, that I, I will take Bradley Chubb. I think this is a, a game where he shows up in a big way. Um, I if if I, I had anticipated you taking Chubb and then I was going to take Howard because I feel like this is the game where Howard gets Ooh, finally like gets that. some picks maybe yeah. maybe multiple picks he's due um but uh but yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and go with um Bradley Chubb I think he's the uh he's the the benefactor here and gets uh gets some couple sacks hopefully yes all right I, I like your team Rob I, I like I, I I think I'm higher on your team than you are. Really? Well, I like your team because it's filled with Miami Dolphins. That's true. Either way, we can't lose. Can't lose. So, uh, how was your uh, how was your Thanksgiving turkey, Rob? You you told me you uh, you did an oven roasted. Did you do anything special to that? Uh, did you inject it with anything cool? Nah, just made a turkey. Um, I'm more I'm more all about the other things, the the stuffings and the. Sweet potatoes with the pe- candy pecans on top and uh, those types of things. Now, do you stuff your bird with like the the breadcrumbs and all that, or do you no, do, um, do, you, I, do make it on its own? Like it's just been kind of. I like the idea of that, and we do stuff the bird, but we don't eat the stuff we stuff the bird with. It tends to not always get cooked all the way. It's a little little scary eating that uh, inside the bird stuffing. Yeah. Yeah, I, we stuffed ours with like a bunch of citrus fruit and herbs. It was, it was yeah. nice. It was good. Came but you don't eat those. Good, uh, that's just very the, good that's flavor. Just the flavor so, of the bird. Anyway, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Let's go, Dolphins. We'll be back next week with a full show. Yeah, and a healthy show. Let's go, Dolphins.